everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Low energy people cannot and will not ever attract high level opportunity. Guys, if there is one lesson that has completely shifted my entire life, it's this lesson right here that your energy will dictate the type of opportunity that comes to you in your life. I, ever since I've been young, I've been such a hard worker. My dad taught me how to work really hard for what it is that I want. I had a job at a young age, always had straight A's. Like, I did the dang thing, okay? (laughs) But I never actually reached my true potential Nonetheless, I never actually got what I really wanted until I shifted my energy, until I decided to draw that line in the sand to actually take better care of myself. And when I started to do that, everything else that I've always wanted, the career advancement, the relationships, how I wanted to feel, all of that fell into place. And so it's on my heart this week to share this message with you guys about what is energy? And more importantly, how do you get it back or how do you increase it if you feel like you're stuck or you feel like you've just had this lack of energy as of recent? But first, we're going to talk about something that should give you a lot of energy, which is the taco of the week. I just have to say the backstory behind this taco is pretty awesome. I have to throw it out to my best friend, Megan Rowe. (laughs) She is like the best human ever. And I was saying, hey, Megan, like, I've got a lot to do on on this day. Like, do you want to make dinner tonight and help me pick out the taco of the week and we can make it together? It'll be amazing. And uh, she goes, yeah, let's do it. And so I had this idea and she goes, I got it. And I'm like, tell me more. She says, Taco Bell. I'm like, Megan, I am not creating Taco Bell. Like, no, that is totally against what this show is about. Like, we create healthy, delicious tacos here, and those don't meet any of those standards, okay? Okay, sometimes it's, they're, it's pretty delicious, okay? In certain circumstances, Taco Bell is pretty freaking good. But she goes, no, tacos in a bell pepper. And I was like, okay, kind of like stuffed bell peppers, but taco-wise. And she's like, exactly. So long story short, really, that was a long story to explain that the taco of the week is called Taco Bell, okay? But here's the fun thing, you guys. It doesn't have to just go in bell peppers. It can go in any kind of pepper you want. I tried Anaheim peppers. I tried Hatch Chili, or Hatch Chili, (laughs) Hatch Chili peppers. I tried jalapeno peppers. We did different colors of bell peppers. They are amazing. What's more amazing is the chicken that goes inside of it. And this is coming from someone, you guys. I sometimes hate chicken as a protein because it gets so dry. Not this at all, okay? You're going to be super delighted with what this recipe is all about. So be sure to not only check out the show notes to grab the recipe card, but don't leave the show until you've heard the special announcement that is going to change your life. I know a lot of things are changing your life, but this is going to change your life that's happening at the end of the episode, so stay tuned. All right, let's jump into it, shall we? Uh we're going to talk energy today. What is energy? How do we get it back? And so let's just start with what is energy? Because it's funny, I was actually sitting at um, the Tony Robbins UPW conference and Tony asks, what is energy? Like what gives you energy? People said sleep, uh, food, things like that. He said, all right, I hear you, but I want you to think about Thanksgiving, right? which is coming up, ironically. And I want you to think about how you feel after Thanksgiving. And everyone kind of giggled. He goes, yeah. 
He goes, think about when you've even overslept. Maybe you've gotten like 10 hours of sleep. Were you lethargic that day? Did you feel like you needed to take another nap? So you can have more sleep and you can have more food, but it doesn't necessarily mean more energy. So he goes, I'm sorry. I think that they're vital functions of being a human being, but they're not necessarily energy givers per se, not in the way that we're looking for. And so he said something that I was like, yes, this is perfect. Energy is your health at the end of the day, which yes, includes how you feel your body and how you treat your body and take care of it from a movement perspective, but also your mental headspace, right? It's this idea of internal care between your mental and your physical state. And so I want you to think about right now, this is going to be the first thing that you are going to take action on right away. We're already jumping into action, okay? Is I'm going to ask you a question that I actually put up on my Instagram yesterday. And I put up a poll about what is the number one thing that you are struggling with in your health, right? Because again, if we have this idea that energy is health, and on the flip side of that, energy is what gives us more opportunities, If we don't have enough energy, then we're not going to get enough opportunities. So the best way to go about and to quite literally change everything to get what it is that you actually want is to change the state of your health. We need to know the answer to what is holding us back in our health, okay? And so I want you, when I say the one and you're like, oh, that's the one. And who knows? Maybe it's multiple, okay? There's no judgment here. But what you need is true honesty with yourself, okay? What is the number one thing that you struggle with in your health? Is it? Making excuses or having a poor mental headspace? Is it finding movement that you actually enjoy and want to stay consistent with? Is it eating correctly without being miserable? (laughs) Or is it not having a way to stay accountable or a positive support system to keep you going? Okay. Out of those four, what is the one that makes you want to go, oh, gosh, like, that one would completely change everything, but to even think about trying to tackle that kind of overwhelms me and gives me a headache and I don't even know where to start. That is the one that I want you to hold on to and I want you to take a piece of paper. I want you to write at the top of a piece of paper and what you're going to do is a huge brain dump. What is every possible solution or thing that you could do to potentially improve this area? Okay. This isn't about will this work, like if I was to take this action or to ask this question or whatever the case is. It's not asking yourself, will it actually work? I just want you to think creatively and give yourself that space to write down everything that could potentially get you just even a percentage point closer to improving your health in that specific space, okay? Then what you're going to do is after you brain dumped everything, feel free to pause this if you need to take a moment and you're in state to do this right now, which you just should because we're in state together. We're doing this together is I want you to pick one and I want you to say, okay, by Friday or by Sunday of this week, I am going to achieve this one action item. And let me just repeat this and be clear. You guys, taking massive action doesn't mean quite literally like it has to be earth shattering action. Like it doesn't have to be the thing that like if you were to do this, you'd win the lottery tomorrow. Like, no, Sometimes taking massive action is just taking the first step in the first place. And you've already taken the first step by thinking about it, by coming aware of it, by writing it down and choosing the chance to like, or choosing the choice, excuse me, to actually focus on it. Guys, those are huge steps that I would for sure call massive action, okay? And so I want you just to think of one thing that you can courageously take action on. 
And I also, too, want you to think about this is if you don't take action on anything that you just wrote down on this piece of paper, what are the consequences? Like, I usually try to stay out of a negative headspace, but I did a lot of that while I was at UPW two weeks ago was thinking about the consequences of if I don't do this, what's going to happen for me in my life? And to think of the list of things that could happen by me not getting out of my own way, out of my own head and excuses, guys, it's terrifying. It's 30,000 times worse than if I was just to ask the question or to ask for help or whatever it is that's sitting on that list right now, okay? You are more than enough to do any one of those things on there. You are more than capable than enough to do any one of those things on there. So if you actually want to increase your energy and, again, get the career advancement, get the promotion, get the relationships, actually enjoy living life, guys, this is where it starts is these small micro steps and you can totally do it, okay? So that's step number one in getting your energy back. Now, I think that, you know, when people think of let's get your energy back, they think about adding a lot of things, right? Well, I have to do this routine and I have to add on all these things in order to get myself to like get out of bed and do the thing. What if instead of adding things, we subtracted things? And by subtracting things, I mean just letting go. I really do think that there are so many things that are potentially weighing every single one of us down because we've chosen to not let them go and therefore we're not able to tap into our true energy. Has anyone else felt this way? And feel free to raise your hand and say I on the other side of it. I know that I felt that and I was actually sitting down and listening to a podcast on Friday and I actually recommend that everyone goes and listens to this podcast. In fact, I'll just link it to the show notes too from Trent Shelton. Um, and he was talking about things to let go before the end of the year going into 2023. And I don't want to give it all away, but I'm going to actually share the four things that he said to let go of, but in a, let's say a perspective or in a lens that as it relates to your specific health and your energy. But I was sitting here listening to this and I was like, this is absolute gold. And so I wanted to share some of that today. And so we're going to talk about for the second piece is what are the things that you need to let go of? So that way you can better your health, you can increase your energy, and you can start freaking accomplishing and attracting what it is that you want to your life. So the very first thing that you need to let go of is weak mindsets, okay? This one's a no-brainer. We make too many excuses. We think of things that have happened in the past and we try to make them our future. We try to make them our permanent story, I did that for years. I told myself for years that there was no way that I'd lose the weight because I tried X, Y, Z and la, la, la. Guess what? When I started telling myself a different story and leaning into a different mindset, things started to shift for me. And here's the other thing about the weak mindset, you guys. It's not only about going inside your own head and heart internally and asking yourself, is this actually true? Is this serving me? And how could I tell myself a different story? Which is quite honestly, those are the steps you want to take to fix your mindset. Really, this also has to do with the mindsets that are around you. We will do more for other people than we will ever do for ourselves. And sometimes we listen to ourselves more than we will ever listen to our own gut intuition. So if you are surrounding yourself by the news, by different groups, by certain people in your life that have these so-and-so weak mindsets, it's time for you to turn the dial down on those. And notice how strategic it was in saying and turning the dial down on those. It doesn't mean you need to kick these people out of your life because 
Unfortunately, for some of us, that that's our family that might have these weak mindsets. And you can't just kick your mother or your sister out of your life, right? Like, by blood, they're kind of hitched to your caboodle, okay? <laughs> you can't really kick them out. Nor do I think that you really want to, right? In fact, you probably want to help them. The best way that you can help them is by turning the dial down on what they're saying and how that's getting into your head, rewriting the story, and then going down your own path to lead by example, Okay. So when I say turning the dial down on those weak mindsets, it's not about kicking them out. It's about controlling the volume. What are you going to choose to listen to? And I hope that you would choose to listen to things that are actually going to serve you and want to take action as it relates to your health. And so if you've always heard the same excuse over and over again about why this couldn't happen or X, Y, Z, this is your time to like intentionally think about that and ask myself, is that true? Or am I just making excuses? And guys, here's what's probably going to come out of it is fear. You're going to notice these fears of, I'm fearful of failure. I'm fearful of rejection. I'm fearful of not being loved or accepted if I choose to go down this route. When you can identify what's the fear that's driving these weak mindsets, guys, you have all of the answers inside of your hands. You just got to do something about it. And that's where the personal growth work actually comes from. Not the fluffy, I'm going to listen to the podcast and listen to the quotes. Like That stuff's great. But like doing the actual personal growth work is is that stuff, is digging into that and why you have those fears and being able to overcome those things. So a long-winded way to say, let go of your weak mindsets. And maybe those are some ways that you can start to let those go, okay? Second thing is let letting go of comfort. <laughs> this one is so important, I can't even explain. Like I always told um, myself, and my coaches, like the people that I mentor, if you are not experiencing friction in your life, then you're not taking enough action. You're not leaning into fear. You're literally not doing anything for yourself or for your life. Like, how does that make you feel when you say that? Because so many of us, because of our old, ancient, (laughs) hardwired brain to say, no, fear and the unknown is so bad, I only have to have certainty. Like, of course our brain is gonna tell us something different. But if we know that, and we know that our brain is wired for comfort, we also know that half of the things that it's telling us to be scared of is not true. So if you know that, how much more powerful do you actually feel about being able to take action against it? And knowing that friction is not a bad thing, it's actually an incredible thing. And think about this in terms of when you're working out, or when you're um, following a meal plan, or whatever the case is, right? The first few times you do it, it's probably not going to feel amazing. There's going to be a lot of friction. But as you go, you start to recognize, whoa, I'm building discipline. I'm building character. I'm starting to unlock all of these incredible feelings of light and laughter and joy. And I just feel better. I have clarity. I have focus, right? You never would have gotten to that had you not gone through friction, okay? So you have to recognize that anything that you want Anything that you want to feel, the energy that you want to have, the health, the healthy lifestyle you want to have, it's not going to come easy. So stop asking for it. Otherwise, everyone would be doing it. In fact, you'd probably be doing it. Why the hell would you be listening to this podcast? So expect, I'm sorry, not expect, expect the friction and fall in love with it. If you can fall in love with being in discomfort and knowing that what you're walking through right now is creating one hell of a human being guys, you're going to be forever grateful and thankful because then what's going to happen from there is you level up. 
And it's not that things get easier. Trust me, they don't get easier ever. And I don't say that to scare you, but I say that to give you the confidence that you get stronger. And all of a sudden you go from, oh, I couldn't even get out of bed to, wow, how can I go and like get a faster time on this race? I've literally watched that happen in my accountability group and it's one of the coolest things. And it's because they decided that discomfort is exactly where they needed to live. Okay, so start letting go of comfort. The third thing, and this is probably my favorite one out of all of them, is letting go of destinations. I almost like started to cry and I got goosebumps and I'm kind of getting that again. Because we set visions, right? We set goals. And this is not to contradict the importance of having those two factors or those two things in your life. I truly believe that goals and visions are like maps and compasses and kind of like, I'm just going to say compasses, right? That's what they are for your life. And they're super important and they give you direction. They give you something to fight for, right? Especially if they're important for you. But if you're only going based off of what your head voice is telling you, like, in order to hit this goal, this is the ideal outcome. This is the expectation that I have. Anything outside of that, the box can't be checked and I can't be happy and celebrate those things. Like, also too, like, let's say that you go upon this path and you achieve something completely different and you didn't think that it was going to be what it was, but in fact, it was everything that you needed. Like if you only measure yourself off of goals and these destinations and whether or not you get there is determining your worth as a human being, whether or not that you're enough or you're successful, you are going to live such an empty life. And I can say that truthfully because I've been there. I've been there several times. In fact, I've been there in the last year. And there's nothing worse, you guys. This is the ultimate failure in life is to hit a goal and see success and not have any of the joy and fulfillment that comes along with it. That is the biggest failure that you could possibly have in your life. So if you're letting go of destinations, what are you letting in? You're letting in the joy of the journey. And I know that that sounds so cliche, but honestly, like it's all about the journey. You think about the late nights, you think about the conversations, you think about the conflicts, right? When you go back to tell someone, hey, I accomplished this, are you just telling them about the moment that you accomplished it or are you telling them about everything else that led up to it? I'm sorry, and I'm just going to say this out loud. When I accomplish something, I never want to be the person that said, that was easy. I had that in in the bag the entire time. No, no. (laughs) I want to be the courageous, freaking strong, like, insanely amazing individual that overcame so much friction to get there. That's what I want because nothing that's worth having came to me easy, especially where I'm at in my journey. Nothing has ever come in easy. And I'm so internally grateful for that. And so it's time for you to let go of the destination. It's time for you to let go of the, you know, I want to lose 40 pounds I want to finally like be able to walk up the stairs without getting winded. I know those things are important. Don't get me wrong. But is it more important than the joy and the love and the laughter and the things that you celebrate and all the things that you do from day to day? No. And I can promise you if you fall in love with those things, if you fall in love with your routines and the person that you're becoming in the process, guys, not only will those things like 40 pounds loss actually become a real life thing, but you're going to gain so much more out of it that you never would have expected. So start to let go of those destinations and let in the journey and the beauty that comes from all of the ups and all of the downs.
All right. Last but not least, the fourth and final thing to let go, and then we're going to end with our special announcement, so don't go anywhere, okay, is let go of purposeless things. And the best way that I can explain this is take an inventory. We did this like the last couple of weeks. Where is your time and energy being spent? And when you think about your vision and who it is that you want to be, are the things that you're spending time on building that person? Are they building that extraordinary life that you desperately want? And if they're not, it's time to let go of all those purposeless things. And I know that that's hard because you feel like you have to or you feel like people are dependent upon you. You know what? (laughs) When I stopped operating from what other people wanted from me and I started operating from what I wanted, I got better people in my life and I got better outcomes and I was a heck of a lot happier. So for a second, if you think by letting go that purposeless thing is going to cause you to lose things, you are so wrong on that. You are so wrong. It is going to allow for you to gain more, again, than you ever could have imagined And this is where I want to leave you is with this mic drop. If you refuse to let go of the things that you know that you should, then you deserve the life that's dealt to you. Period. Point blank. No exceptions. You deserve the life that is dealt to you. So are you going to choose today to take the power into your own hands to let go and instead let in? Or are you going to let everything and everyone else around you control that outcome? Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And I'm so excited to finally make the announcement that for the third year in a row, I cannot believe that it's been two and a half, three years since I have started this show that has brought me so much joy and so much closer to so many of you on your journeys is the Taco About It Tuesday recipe ebook. Guys, last year, this book was to die for 75 healthy, delicious taco recipes that you not only had in the palm of your hands, but you were able to share this gift, whether it was over the holidays, over gatherings, even actually send it to someone as a gift. You had the power to do that with this e-recipe book, okay? So we're coming out with it again. My dad and I, we're pairing up. We're going to create some special new bonus recipes that you can only get if you actually purchase the book for $15 coming out on November 29th. If you know that you already want it and you want to support the show and the future of the show, I have a pre-order form that's going to be sitting down in the show notes. You're more than welcome to fill that out. And on the day of, I will send you the link so you can purchase your book and you will have that right after the Thanksgiving holiday to, who knows, potentially use it for your December gatherings. But other than that, you guys, thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for supporting me. And more importantly, like I said, thank you so much for showing up for you. I hope that this episode served you. And if it does, send it to someone that desperately needs to hear this. We all know that we need a little bit of that positivity in our life right now. But until then, you guys, go enjoy some tacos, and I'll see you next week for another episode of Taco About a Tuesday. See you then.